What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another week and another episode of Unscripted, where we bring you conversations from professionals from all walks of life. We touch on their backstory, their mindset, and how they navigate through adversity and opposition. I'm your host, Akeem Haynes. Now, before we get into this week's episode of the show, if you could do us a huge favor and leave a rating and review of the show, well, how do you do that? No worries. I got you. Head over to Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes or charitable.com. That's charitable.com. And if you scroll down, it will allow you to do so. You will see where it says you can leave a review. So I want to say thank you in advance for the ones that take the time to do so. This small act truly goes a long way in moving the podcast forward. I appreciate you. So originally, I was going to go a different direction for this episode. But just from recent conversations with those around me and some events that happened around me, I wanted to talk about something different today. I want to talk today about the pressure of holding it all together. Evidently, you know, we all have a lot going on, no matter what profession, no matter what circumstance that we are in, there's a lot of things happening all at the same time. And in the midst of all that, we are faced with the challenge of trying to find balance among it all, trying to find balance in relationships, trying to grow and develop our career, trying to consistently work on ourselves from the inside out, trying to stay physically active and fit, devoting time to our spiritual growth, trying to fight off our doubts, fears, insecurities, our past. In our minds, life events may come and will happen and impact us and unexpected things will come. And along all of these things, we have to try to find the balance and put certain things in a compartment and try to continue pushing forward every day. It can be a lot to hold it together. It can be a lot to try and navigate through it alone. You ever felt like this, right? Like maybe one day things are going well and you feel like you're on top of the world and the momentum is finally moving in your favor. And then the next day you feel like everything that you have been working towards just came at a sudden stop. And you feel like the world is on top of you. It can be a lot. And it can even feel worse when you don't have a method to help you navigate through it. And so today I want to share three things to help navigate through this stage and maybe this season of your life. You know, pressure mixed with life events can have us doing some things we never thought that we would do. Saying some things that we never thought we could say, right? Pressure can cause us to do some things that we may not have expected or put us in positions that we didn't think that we could be in. And so one of the things that I want to share today, I want to share three. And the first thing is when it comes to the pressure of holding it all together, it's important to understand that you can't do life alone. You got to allow your friends to be there for you. They say a friend is bred through adversity, through the fire. Right. And, and, and I think that is a true statement. We are all strong. I think we are all independent people, but we can't handle all that life throws us, throws at us alone. You know, there will be times when we need someone to open up to share our heart with and our mind and circumstances with and just be able to be open to give our honest and raw emotions and views without 
being or feeling judged. And the only way to know who your real friends are is by allowing them to be a friend when it might not be convenient for them. Have you ever heard someone say, if you need anything, just let me know and I got you, right? But in our low moments, when the pressure is immense and it seems like it's weighing us down, we have to allow the people who say those things the opportunity to double down on those words. This is how we weed out who is going to be there for us and who's just saying things because it sounds good. The right people will always make themselves apparent in your life. As a young man myself, all I ever wanted around me were quality people. I used to hear coming up, you know, the OGs would say, hey, my brother, man, in life, you only meet a a select few people in your life who will hold you down regardless of what you are going through. This is very important when the pressure is feeling tough. In our low moments, we all need an ear. We all need a different perspective and view that's outside of ours. Because when one person is going through our problems and situations, all we can see is the problem. And sometimes we need someone else to give us a perspective to take us out of the problem and to give us a different point of view so we can see that we'll get through what we are going through. I think too many times we think our problems are too much for someone and we try and deal with it alone. And it becomes extremely overwhelming and it can make us do things and be in positions and think thoughts that we shouldn't think. But we weren't designed like that, right? Because human connection is what will always be a grounding factor in our life. So when life gets heavy, I encourage you to reach out to a trusting friend. Because sometimes vulnerability is strength. So don't think that you have to take on everything alone to try to be strong. Our friends are in our lives for a reason. And we got to use them. Number two, let go of what it should be and work with what is right now. When I think about this, I think about uh, when I was in the 11th grade, right? This was the time that I started to get some offers from American institutions about going down there to run track and field and play football for a few different schools. At the time, I wasn't well-versed in what any of that meant, like the NCAA system or any of that stuff meant. But after conversations with my teacher and friend and mentor, Ken Rose, you know, we quickly found out what it meant. Right? It basically meant it was another opportunity to get my school paid for and compete with some of the best collegiate athletes in the world. Now, with the year left of high school, to improve in the classroom and the track, I was in pretty good standing. Right, The next year started well. In the fall, we had a tough football season, you know, fighting through injuries as a team, but we rallied and made it to the football playoffs and we actually were one game short of making it to the final but a successful season nonetheless looking back at it now uh, crossing over to the fall I had a great indoor season on the track I was tied for the number one time in North America for 60 meters I think I ran 673 at that time um, but in that same race that I ran that time I felt my hamstring grab a little but never really thought too much of it you know, I just threw some ice on that bad boy and kept it pushing, right? So about two months later, I had my first outdoor season, my, my, face, my first race of the outdoor season, 
And it was at this meet called Acadia Invitational in California. Now, this was a big high school meet. Um, it seemed to only be invite only because me and another one of my teammates, Louis Alarmin, we were the only two international athletes invited to this meet, right? So it was a it was a big deal, right? As the race started, I remember I got to 50 meters and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I got this race in the bag. I didn't see anybody. I was only about to pick up the speed here or so I thought. About 10 more meters, I felt my hamstring jump, right? And I was so close to the line, I just kept going. But the more that I ran, the worse the pain got. The more that I ran, the the worse the pain got. And I actually ended up limping across the line and I got fifth. I found out that I had just pulled my hamstring. As quickly as everything was going right, it would go downhill from there. When I got back to school, uh, when I got back to school in Canada, I learned that I had to take this test called the SAT, which is short for Standard Aptitude Test, which is a test uh, that you have to take if you want to go to the NCAA collegiate route out of high school. Now, my phys ed teacher at the time was my coach, friend, mentor, a guy who has been monumental in my story to this day, uh, Ken Rose. He actually stopped me from doing phys ed for months. Like everybody would be playing dodgeball, playing basketball, playing soccer, playing floor hockey. And he put me in this room to go over this massive booklet. And I was like, man, this, this, this sucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everybody having fun and I'm doing, I'm doing uh, test prep while I'm in school. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even get to enjoy phys ed for the majority of my uh, senior and grade 12 year. Um, but I really couldn't do much anyway at that time because I had hurt my hamstring. So I was trying to, to recover from it. Uh, but in that room, to this day, every single day, whether I liked it or not, I pushed myself to work through that booklet. And to be completely honest, there were some days I felt so stupid and so, and I was so frustrated by the material, but I kept pushing through it. I worked hard, right? Like I worked hard to make myself knowing of what to do and how to go about this test. But I didn't just work hard there. I worked hard on my school because the way how the SAT works, if you have a high enough GPA, you don't have to get as high as a score. Right. So I worked hard in the classroom and then outside of the classroom. And to this day, like I had a whole bunch of teachers who helped me outside of school, right? like helped me outside of the classes that I was in with them. And I'll never forget the faces that helped me get there. Right. OK, let me tie this and bring it all together uh, in this close to make my point. Now, I know this sounds like a build up to a fairy tale ending story, right? But the reality is it was far. <laughs> it was far from that. I ended up pulling my hamstring a few months later, uh, which made me miss the World Junior Championships that were in Canada. That year, I took the SAT three times and didn't get the score that I needed. And here's the final blow. I got the word that one of the maths that I took in the ninth grade, the NCAA didn't accept anymore. So that automatically ruled me ineligible to go to those schools that were recruiting me to begin with. And oh yeah, like those schools that were heavily recruiting me, they all stopped except for maybe three. This was a low time in my life because I felt like I couldn't catch a break. And I was working so dang hard and I fell short. 
But after I felt what I felt, after searching for a whole other bunch of alternatives, we found another path to take. I ended up going to a junior college called Barton Community College and got myself right back to being one of the best sprinters in the nation and earned a scholarship to go to the University of Alabama. If you've heard me speak before, then you know a little bit about this story. So I actually reached my goal. But here's the thing. I had to accept what was and worked with what is right now in order to get there. So it's important to do your best to not get so locked in one way of thinking or doing something that you forget to leave some room for an alternative path. You see, sometimes you feel like something is falling apart. That's when God is using the pieces to create the best path for you. We just have to trust him and know that there is more than one way how to get to a specific destination. But a lot of times in life, we have to let go of what we think life should be at this very moment and work with what it is looking like right now. The last and final point that I want to share is this. Hold on. It's temporary. This is something that has always helped me. Can you think of a moment where you said to yourself, man, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I've had many of these moments, and I mean many, 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 many of these moments. But what I've learned is just because you don't know something right now doesn't mean you won't figure it out as time goes by. Even if you don't know what's next, as you continue walking, you'll figure out some small steps and pieces to that puzzle. Even good moments have to come to a seasonal change at some point. Right, Because very few things are truly permanent. All right, I'm going to tell you something funny, right? Like a few weeks ago, you know, my fiance and I were eating ice cream and watching a show, right? Really getting into the show. And then all of a sudden she says, this is the worst part. I'm thinking, wait, did you see this episode without me? Like, 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 why are you saying that? And I turned and I looked at her and she was looking at the ice cream. (laughs) So what she was saying was the worst part is the ice cream finishing. (laughs) So, you know, I think in our moments, we have to pick our spots. When things are going well, we should enjoy the moment. Reap the fruits of your labor. When things aren't going so well, it's important to keep a positive attitude and hold on until the season passes. Because I've always believed and said every season has an expiration date. We just have to find the strength to outlast the hard times when they are here. So while life can be heavy at times, we can make the weight a little lighter by how we carry it. So I want to encourage you to remain positive. Seek help if needed. Keep the faith, keep the strength, and stay encouraged. Because greater is to come. Thank you again for listening. I hope you got something from this episode. I hope maybe in your pressure situation or moments right now where you feel like things are falling apart, that hopefully something said during this episode can help give you a different perspective to hold on and know that things will turn at some point. I hope it's been an encouragement to you. I hope it gives you some perspective to start the week, some encouragement to start the week. And no matter what comes our way, we must continue to push and move forward with the strength that we have for today. So thank you again for listening, and we will see you next time.